Hi, this is Jessie Chu. And Quinn Nguyen, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season four. We're here to share paper flower journeys, engage with makers and artists, support small creative businesses, and chat about our obsessions. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. We are so grateful that you're here. Make sure to hit subscribe and consider supporting us by writing a review. Hello, hello. It's Jessie and Hi. Quinn again. <laughs> You guys, it's almost going to be Black Friday again. So one of the biggest topics we want to talk about this for today is I hope you guys already have your Black Friday plan or marketing strategy <laughs> in place because it is around the corner. If you haven't, I think two weeks is actually a good amount of time for you to start putting the word out and also kind of thinking about what you're going to be doing for Black Friday. So let me talk about what I'm doing. So. This year, I'm changing it up quite a bit because COVID has thrown us a huge curve and imports delay on supplies has been a real struggle for a lot of suppliers. Second, delivering things has become such a headache. Stories I've been hearing left and right from, you know, creators trying to send things out, things getting lost, things Mm -hmm. not being taken care of when they get delivered to you. And the really big thing is delays. Um, One really important thing, you guys, if you want to have your stuff delivered to the client by Christmas, did you know that the United States Postal Office is recommending November 29th as the last day to send out your Christmas (laughs) presents? I'm like blown away. That's like two weeks earlier. I know before they they even recommended the years before. So are they essentially recommending that people do their Christmas shopping during Black Friday, like the Thanksgiving holiday or Thanksgiving holiday for you guys? Pretty much. And the crazy thing, I'm already seeing Black Friday offerings in Mm -hmm. my email box right now that Mm -hmm. people are like, hey, we're doing Black Friday early. And that is what they're suggesting to do because people are bombarded by Black Friday emails and sales all around that time. And there's just Mm -hmm. too much noise, right? There's so so much much noise noise that people... They don't even go into your email. They just like delete, delete, delete. And they're yeah. overwhelmed. They don't know what yeah. to buy. They don't know what to choose. Everything doesn't, like nothing looks special. Yeah. And I know a lot of marketers are suggesting that you start early in November mm-hmm. and do pre-sales or just do your early Black Friday sale and just skip the whole Black Friday. Black, Fri- actual Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your holidays this year. <laughs> I feel like people are getting vaccinated and people are definitely hanging out and they're putting family first. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the really important thing is like, I've, to be honest, you guys, I've already done my Christmas shopping and it's a little bit different. And I can't say it because my family does listen to this podcast. <laughs> so I will not be telling you what I'm, I put together for them, but I did purchase something and it did take a lot longer than I anticipated. I ordered it back in October. I finally just got it. Oh, wow. And it took like three weeks to get to me. And it was that is a long time. Yeah. And the thing is, I ordered it through Amazon. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> and it still took me that long, you guys. So think about what will happen with the holiday rush. It's mm-hmm. going to be even more back order. So yeah. something to really consider. And this year I'm actually not going to be doing my holiday boxes. It was a huge hit last year, and I was like blown away by all the sales that I did re- receive and all the comments that people love the box. And already people are messaging me, like, are you doing it again? And I hate to say this, I am not going to be doing my holiday box because imports, supplies, 
people are not giving me the numbers that I need to be able to package myself, my boxes. And so it's just a huge headache and something that if I wanted to do and really have thought about, I should have done it back in June and just order it because you guys heard about the imports down in Los Angeles. There's like 60, 70 import ships just waiting in the harbor area Mm -hmm. trying to get unloaded because there's not enough workers to unload everything. There's not enough trucks to like ship everything out and deliver things. It's just a huge headache. And I really, I've been so stressed out by this year. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself in this stress. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I was like, how do I bring extra income in? I do have a lot of digital tutorials in my archive. And so maybe this is the time where I actually open it up and give you guys a really great discount on these tutorials. So you guys, if you've been wanting to learn how to do a peony or a rose or a pumpkin or mushrooms, they will be on sale for my Black Friday sale. So that's what I will be doing. How about you, Jesse? What are you going to be doing? I don't do Black Friday sales. <laughs> ah, even better, you guys. No stress whatsoever. <laughs> I've never done one and I don't think I intend to do one. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of sales. I usually only do one sale and that's when I launch online, usually just online. And that's about it. But I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that. (laughs) One is we don't really have Black Friday here. So the hype and stuff, I really don't feel it around me. (laughs) Uh Um, And two, um, part of it is also just me not thinking ahead. And I know I should think more ahead, but I don't because it's just not been in my planning yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do recommend you guys to do plan ahead. If you guys do intend to find like perfect dates for sales to happen, yes. you know, great timing for sales without making it seem like you're devaluing your products mm-hmm. because everyone else, it's like a special day. Like let's, let's celebrate. You know, I think it's a perfect time to do a sale, but yeah, it takes timing. It takes like planning. Mm-hmm. And I've just never really. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I've just never like had the urge to like to sell it. I guess maybe that's why. I don't know. Later Mm -hmm. on, I might do something more and be more on the ball with my calendars. But yeah, no, honestly, I think sometimes you do like flash sales, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm just going to do it. But those still take like effort to promote, right? Like if you're going to, if you're going to have a sale, you can't just be like, Hey, I'm having a sale guys. No, you got to blast it or else what's the point. Right. So I think that part of it is the same thing (laughs) with Black Friday sales. You would have to leading up to it. It's like another launch. And I've just not have the mind space for that. Yeah. It takes so much energy because not only let's talk about the marketing part of this. Yeah. So you have to create graphics. It's not your typical, put your regular posts up and Mm -hmm. put yourself. A lot of people, they just like an image. They don't go in and read your posts. So that's something to think about. If you're doing a Black Friday sale, throw it on the image saying you're having a sale because people are are just scrolling. That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. And then also Think about how you're utilizing your newsletter, email list, because, you know, with Facebook or MetaVision is what they're calling oh, it now, <laughs> you know, what if Facebook or Instagram stop working and that's your yeah. usual platform to advertise to your followers? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to get that word out? Your email list is your fallback plan, or it mm-hmm. should be continuously. And Jesse, I have to say your posts about 
your email newsletter about Mm -hmm. your floral notes. I think that's such a wonderful thing about how you can curate and people, I love the comments. Like people, I read it, I read it. (laughs) I know. It's so good. (laughs) It's so heartwarming to know that people actually read it. Oh my gosh. And then whenever like you receive a reply from someone, you're like, oh my God, they actually read it. (laughs) Because, you know, at the very bottom, you type that hit reply. (laughs) It is. And you know what? You'll be surprised at who reads your newsletters because people don't reply. You don't know, but you'll be surprised at who does and who cares. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like don't forget about them. I actually think it also depends on like your personality. Like I'm more of the I like being more intimate because I like smaller groups. I'm just generally not a huge fan of like going to like big places with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I find that I, I don't, I, that's not where my energy is. So, and Instagram to me sometimes is like that. It's kind of like, there's so many people and you kind of got to stand out in the crowd, but with newsletter lists though, it's different because you're creating your own friends in a way Mm -hmm. people sign up because they want to know what you're doing. Like they want to know that's why they sign up and they're like, you know what? Email me. So don't be afraid to email them and don't undersell yourself. Like don't doubt that people who are going to receive your email want to hang on to your every word because Mm -hmm. they do. But the most important thing too, it's kind of reciprocal, right? So even though they gave you their email, you can't just like spam them. You you have to give them something authentic. You have to give them something with a value. And that value could just be you pouring your heart out to them. But Mm -hmm. it has to be meaningful. It has to be consistent. And it has to, it has to be, I want, I always want to say authentic because I find that the marketing, it's too, it can be very easy for it to be markety. Yes. And nowadays you, if you subscribe to a lot of the creators, sometimes you can tell where, oh, the marketing comes in and Mm -hmm. you know what you need to sell your art. So that's fair. But in between those marketing emails, like have something in there where it's like, Hey, you know, this is me. This is what's going on. This is my backstory. You may or may not want to reach out to them and say like, Hey, reply or respond. But usually when you tell a story that's meaningful in your newsletter, people do respond. So for black Friday, it's not just about black Friday. You've got the day before it's Thanksgiving. So talk about Thanksgiving, talking about your family, talk like those emotional things are authentic and they're true and everyone can relate to it. So Mm -hmm. talk about that and then talk about, I mean, your small business, the truth, the truth is every dollar that you earn from this, every product you sell is to support your family and Mm -hmm. support your community essentially. So why not talk about that? Everyone can relate to it. But yeah, yeah, don't discount your newsletter list. I think it's much more powerful than Instagram. You already have a really warm, perhaps hot audience as well. They're just waiting for you to give them something that they look at and they're like, you know what? That's what I want. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. And I also have to say, find a really wonderful, quiet, happy moment on your time of day and write this out. Don't do it when you're distracted or busy. It's going to make a very, not a very good newsletter and also let it sit and then look at it again the next day, reread it and go through your grammar, make sure all the sentence, there's not fragment sentence. And it's just your opportunity to like polish it up. But the first time you're doing it, just dump everything out or all your emotion, your thoughts, and then just let it simmer and sit and then repolish it again the next day. I always find that the next day I'm like, oh, I I could add a little bit more and it makes it a little bit better. So give yourself a little space and time when you're creating the newsletter, because it is a little piece of our heart, our mind, Mm -hmm. what we're going through. 
And I love that you share that with your audience so much. And that reminds me, I need to get my newsletter back up again. <laughs> it's really so easy. It's, I know it's so easy for it to fall off of the bandwagon. And I mean, one way to do it, I mean, is if you've, you know, create blogs and I know you create blogs, you know, every newsletter, there's a blog that's a value. That's something that your audience is going to be interested in and kind mm-hmm. of push yourself that way. You know, exactly. you're creating SEO opportunities, but you're also sharing it with, well, of course, your audience. And there's value mm-hmm. in that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are the, and that's the thing. Those are the monthly or weekly <laughs> newsletters. We're not even talking about the marketing part where if you are leading up to Black Friday, you're talking about slowly warming your audience up, right? So you're going to mm-hmm. have more than just one email saying, hey, I'm having a Black Friday sale. You'll probably yeah. have emails before that. And the buildup yeah. really is up to you. You know, what are mm-hmm. you, what are you trying to sell? Is it one product? Maybe kind of like what we did for Awesome Blossom was we introduced each of the flowers. Yes. Cause exactly. we all love flowers. It's a really good way to introduce your audience to what you're doing, the behind the scenes, um, you know, parts and pieces of what you're selling. And I think the story just comes together. It just, it really like, it really um, keeps people's attention. Dots. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I think there's so many ways to kind of determine what that marketing funnel is going to look like. What what are those emails going to look like? But mm-hmm. I definitely think you need to like, first of all, you need to let people know that you're doing it because yes. if they don't know and they're hit with it the last minute. How many people are, yeah. Yeah, are you going to, are you going it's to? It's too cold. To, yeah, it's too cold. And honestly, you know, like we all get busy. So the email might be sitting in their inbox, but they don't get to it until two or three days later. And yeah. by then maybe your sale's over. So I yep. think you kind of need to be a little bit more consistent closer to the date. And mm-hmm. like I said, honestly, if it's something you're creating is, is true to you, authentic, it's beautiful. We're creating beautiful art. All of your followers are going to want to see and read your email. Yes. Even if they don't buy, they just want to see the images. Take beautiful pictures yes. <laughs> of your products. <laughs> but as you warm them up, like, yeah, it's like, it's it's so important to mm-hmm. have beautiful product images. Use Canva. Like when you were saying, like Canva has all these beautiful templates. So good. And have them like all kind of look, look cohesive. So everyone yeah. who sees it on your newsletter is primed for it. They see it on your IG account story. Oh my God, those colors. It looks familiar. That image. Oh yeah. And then they see it again on Facebook. It's just reinforcing and keeping your sale on the top of people's minds. I think that's the only way you're going to stand out nowadays because of all that noise. Yeah, exactly. And use Canva, you guys, if you use a search function, there's, if you just type in like smooth lines, you're going to be so surprised on what smooth line really means. And there's like minimus, if you want to do floral notes, botanical lines, those are some key um, searches that I use all the time, just to make sure that when I do my Canva images, my graphics, that I'm adding a little bit of floral notes to it, botanical notes to it. And so um, it's really great and so easy to use. So if you're actually stuck, one platform I really love to use and get inspiration from is creativemarket.com. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, you need to check it out. They have these beautiful curated graphic designers that actually makes all these amazing templates. You can buy it for really inexpensive and they do have sales sometimes and grab them because they're such a great way to be inspired and say, I love that format. And the hard part for a lot of us is like, we look at a blank slate and we're like, you don't know where to start. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when you start with a template, 
it gets your creative juices flowing and you're like, okay, I can jump from this point and move on to that and make it more of my personality in there by adding your color, adding your fonts, just adding things that you usually love and making it just yours. So that way, that template that they're selling to thousands of people, that's not going to look like a cookie cutter. Yeah. I was just thinking as you were talking about that, how, but you know, we talked to a lot of our peers a lot. And I remember in one of our mentoring sessions, somebody had asked about what do they do with all of their old products? So old paper flowers or paper flowers that they were practicing, you know, their Mm -hmm. first, second or third go at a flower. What can they do about it? What can they, they're lying around. Can I sell them? And during paper to profits, we had talked about this too, as it's a really great way to sell them off, make, (laughs) make a couple bucks, but it's also a great way because you're doing it specifically for a sale. So mm-hmm. you can't, you know, it's not like, oh, a regular day, I'm going to just discount these because then yeah. you face the problem of, wait, do I want to discount all of my art? Do I want mm-hmm. to appear that I'm willing to discount at any time, any place, because it's not of, uh, you know, it's not valued as much yeah. as other people's art. Mm-hmm. And I think having like these predetermined, oh, typical sale days are a great way of saying, no, hey, I'm selling these, I normally don't, but because of the special date, I'm doing it. So it's kind of like a good excuse in a way, a good excuse (laughs) where you can kind of lay that excuse on a predetermined sales date, as opposed to just you making up a sales date and saying, Hey, take my art. And instead you're saying just once a year, this is the only time I'm going to do a sale. I'm going to sell these products at X amount discount. No one needs to know what, no one needs Mm -hmm. to know that they are your first or second third tries. But if you do want to share that, that's also a really good, you know, good way to sell it by telling Mm -hmm. them that I'm discounting them because they are my first or second or third try and not having to, well, to essentially maintain that perceived value of the rest of your art. I think it's a really good excuse, a good way to sell them without actually saying, you know what, I'm willing to, to just get rid of them. Yeah, exactly. That's a great tip. But yeah, I remember we had a lot of people wondering, you know, what are we going to do with all these flowers sitting here? (laughs) So let's talk quickly about for Black Friday sales, like typically Mm -hmm. what do you, what type of discount do you give or what kind of products do you normally sell during Black Friday? Gear it toward the holiday. So Christmas is around the corner. So what can I give to my followers? that want to make more paper flowers because that's what I do. I make paper flowers. So you can definitely think about, do I teach them how to do a holiday flower, like a poinsettia, a mistletoe, or you know, roses? Roses are always a big hit for the holidays. Another thing you can do is if you're catering toward the people that already have brought all your tutorials, you can always sell them supplies. So your special tie scissors, get them personalized. I think that'll be something really fun to, to kind of give to your special craft friends. Mm-hmm. The scissors is more than just paper flowers. It's mm-hmm. your sewing scissors. It's your craft scissors to do all sorts of really wonderful things. And Kai scissors, not to toot their horn, but they do have just like dozens and dozens of different types of scissors for specific tools. And they also, if you have a bread making friend, they have beautiful sharp razors that you can use to cut your dough to make all those really cool designs. So that's something that's really cool to think about is how can you step it up a notch on 
your tools? How can you repurpose it in a different way? Because you've been selling it, you know, over and over. It's like, it's for mm-hmm. paper flowers. But really, if you think about it, the tools is more than just cutting paper. It mm-hmm. could cut fabric. It could cut, you know, plastic. It could cut so many different things. So mm-hmm. how can you turn around and reach a bigger audience? So mm-hmm. that's something to think about is like really, you know, put out a different hat and think about if I wasn't a paper artist, how could I use this tool to do something different? Because, mm-hmm. you know, crepe paper originally was done for pinatas. And so think about that. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different medium and something to like promote and share. And sometimes when you're getting tired of paper flowers, do something that's a little bit different. And mm-hmm. I think I love what, and you know, Yang has been doing is, um, or even Sarah, they have been doing fruits, which is completely different from flowers. So sometimes switching mediums, switching topics of what you're making will actually get your creative juices flowing it back again. Mm-hmm. So what I hear from you is your suggestion is like different types, maybe a special edition mm-hmm. just for Black Friday or something yeah. to get them ready for Christmas. Not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that there has to be a discount on the pricing. It could just yeah. be a special, oh, at this point, oh, here's like something special that I do every year or just something that is special for this time period, like for a short time period. Exactly. That's what's available. Yep. Because this is your opportunity where everyone is in the shopping mode. They're mm-hmm. trying to find great Christmas presents for their loved ones or their friends. And if you can offer something that's a limited edition, they're like, oh, this is fantastic. This is exactly what I need. So yeah. make sure you try on being a consumer and not always the creator to make something that will fit what they want. Yeah. So interesting. I'm pretty sure everyone remembers what they bought on Black Friday because yes. it's one of those, either it's a really good deal or something special. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or you've been eyeing it, you know, because usually Black Friday for us means all the techs. So if you need the computer or a new TV, which we're in the market for, finally, our our TV is like almost 15 years old. And I know it's only 42 inches. And it's so crazy (laughs) to me. It's like 85 inches your norm. I was like, oh, that's so huge. It's like (laughs) going to be double our size, but we're not going to go that large. (laughs) We're thinking maybe a 65. (laughs) But that's usually on our shopping list. Mm -hmm. And so I always gravitate toward digital products because that's super fun. And then I always think about what are are my my usual staples that I usually have? Because usually those goes on sale. And Mm -hmm. it was so interesting. Let me just bring this topic up real quick. So this is something my friend and I were talking about is we usually don't buy regular price at these particular brands. Banana Republic, Gap, Old Navy, Anthropology. Because you know, they always put things on sale. So yes. if you're the patient one and you can wait it out, you know it's going to be marked down a good 30, 40, 60, half percent mm-hmm. off. Um, so being patient is always you know a good value thing if you are a bargain shop hunter. So for me, those brands are always like, I don't buy at full price because I know it's going to be marked out. <laughs> it's true. It is so true. <laughs> and the thing is, do you want to, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, do you want to fall in that trap where people mm-hmm. are always patiently waiting or yeah. do you leverage it? So you, when you sell your product, you market a pie and then you throw those sales in and you market the way that you want to get those sales. Mm-hmm. So think about how you can turn that around and make it work for yourself. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Such a great conversation we have here about Black Friday. I can't wait to see how people are promoting their Black Friday sales and Christmas too, since yes. shipping has to <laughs> shipping apparently has to go out <laughs> by the end of November. <laughs> exactly. And you guys, since we're talking about holidays, you guys, Valentine is less than three months away. If you're thinking about targeting, if you're gonna just skip the holidays. Valentine's Day is also a big sales day for paper flowers because, you know, roses, special Mm -hmm. days, you know, the love day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So think about how you can really leverage that and start preparing for it now if you're too late to come to the holiday one because November 29th is coming up really, really soon. (laughs) All right, you guys, good luck with your sale. If you need any advice, DM us. We're always here for you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paper Talk. Today's episode is sponsored by our patrons, Elaine Lim, Maria Van White, Winnie McDowell, Jennifer Desplantes, Robin, Bonnie Slipper, Laura Wheelie, Martha Tokas, Nina, Linda Drysdale, Lucinda, and Tina Proctor. We appreciate your donation, and we're excited to keep creating content for our paper flower community. If you're interested in supporting us, head on over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash paper talk and sign up as a patron. We would love to see you there.